are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day listening to always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. If you want to follow me on Twitter, please do so at CreatorThomas24. For my personal account, we just type in Locked On Diamondbacks on both Twitter and Instagram in the little search bar, and I'm sure you can find the podcast handle. Now, for today's show, we got on Locked On Padres host Javi Reyes for part two. We were discussing the Machado Tatis little skerfuffle, what teams we're going to be watching in the playoffs since our teams are out of it, a little Dodger slander. So we get all the bases covered in this podcast. And remember, if you want to listen to more great baseball history, just join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully every day on Lockdown MLB for a unique look at the majors both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from the Lockdown MLB Network's team of local experts. Subscribe to Lockdown MLB today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, let's jump right into the pod with Lockdown Padres host Javi Reyes. The, the numbers of Tatis and Machado have still been pretty great. I mean, they, they've still been putting up all-star level numbers numbers mm. in the second half. So at least you can't say the blame has been on them. And you did mention earlier the little, little shouting match that they had in the dugout. But I don't really see that as a negative. You could give me your reaction to what you, what you saw. But I, I kind of like that. I mean, they're my two best players. They're obviously arguing and fighting. But this is a time of the season where my playoff chances are, you know, potentially 100% evaporated you said they have like a 1% chance to make the postseason like I want my two best players to bark in at each other this time of the year and try and get this team motivated and back on track because at least at least that shows that they care like that's that's what you want as a fan for the for the players to have as much investment in the team in the season as we do so I'm not really upset or uh, I don't have any slander for you for the Machado Tatis incident because I actually thought it, it was probably a good look for the Padres yeah, I mean, it's it's been it's been pretty okay in terms of that. I mean, look, with the Machado and Tatis thing, it was very much like, all right, this has happened. My my only thing is, look, it's not inconceivable that maybe the two are like, you know, a little bit butting heads right now and they're like mad at each other. Like that's possible, but also like I find it incredibly naive for people to act like with all the t- catastrophe that this team has had. You've seen me on Twitter reacting and and being very sad uh, on Twitter just through the Twitter page or whatever. But like they've definitely had some clubhouse blowups. Not every it's just that this one Machado just lost it in the moment along with Tatis and they they couldn't bother waiting until the end of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like they couldn't wait. Uh, He just couldn't take this for much longer. I think Machado made some, you know, what it was about potentially what it seems like it was about. Thought it was fine if there's anyone that's allowed to kind of, you know, 
voice their concerns and, and really kind of get in the face of the star player. It's it's Manny Machado. And some people say, oh, that's really hypocritical of him. He was this way back in the day. It's like, all right, cool. And back in the day, I used to think it was smart to just not mm-hmm. do my homework. All right, cool. Like we all evolve and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't think that that's totally fair. And by the way, Machado has been pretty clean for a while now. He hasn't really done anything. Like he's been a perfectly fine player. Uh, but yeah, I guess. And maybe that's why. Maybe he's like, look, I don't want you to do kind of the same mistakes I did. Bottom line, I'm not in the clubhouse. So I think everyone should relax. But it's a great microcosm for the second half. Of the yeah, Pirates, I sure. don't have a big issue with my two best players yelling at each other. And again, it's baseball. It's not like basketball where team chemistry plays a huge factor. Like these guys mm-hmm. could never mm-hmm. see each other and both still be all stars at their respective positions. Like they don't have to be the best of friends. Maybe if they were, I guess, Tatis is still is he still playing shortstop or have they put him more in the outfield recently? They they put him in the outfield every now and then, like just for lineup purposes. Maybe they want to get a an at bat from Kim in the infield or what have you. Maybe Hosmer has a day off. It depends how the lineup goes, but they've been moving him more back to shortstop. And he's been fine there, really, to be honest with you. I think part of it is I don't want to relitigate the defense uh discourse and Fernando Tat T, what what it was the, the bit that people did with the error in his last name? Tat E15, Tat T15 or something it. like that. That's basically what <laughs> Yeah, I was like, whatever that was, or T3, or I forgot what it was. Um, I was just like, all right, relax, everybody, relax. Just stop it. This is it's it's almost like the the energy of a Miller Thomas hot <laughs> yeah. take, but like the ener- the the Miller Thomas hot take at least makes Thank sense. You. you know what I'm saying? That. Like that's that's the different. It's, it has the energy where you log on sometimes, <laughs> and everyone, please go follow him. If you're watching the YouTube, there's a thing in the um on the video where you can see where to follow him at creator thomas 24 please follow him because there's something hilarious about millard and his icon i've been trying to like really like follow this down for a while it's just you like like a regular smile with a white background like like a headshot photo and for him to come on there sometimes it's just slander a player with a period at the end there's something that makes it a thousand times funnier seeing just a pretty just a regular headshot and this guy being like i've seen enough mike trout doesn't deserve to be (laughs) talked about or whatever or like i've seen enough um (laughs) for you darvish is a fraud or something like that like there's something funny about it behind your icon but yeah uh it's just it's just good times man whatever what other hot takes have you had recently Uh, i don't think i've had really too many recently i mean mike trout you you still cooking the stew been out for months now like there's nothing to say about him you can't say anything and look i don't even have a a thing against mike trout when he's balling he's balling i'll say he's balling but there might be some other mm-hmm. guys in baseball that would take over him when he's not balling. But we're not here to talk. Uh, we're not here to talk, Mike Trout. We're here to talk about your collapse, Javi. We, let's get back on track and talk about <laughs> I tried to. Sorry, listeners. I tried to veer off and get away for a time. Don't worry. I'll ask Miller hey. one general baseball question at least. Yeah, and if, Tat, if uh, Mike Trout was playing right now, you, you could definitely bet on me having a hot take uh, with Mike Trout. For a second there, I thought we had a bet online ad. I was going to transition into that. And I double checked the, the sheet. We don't have a bet online ad uh, for tomorrow. So I just uh, scrapped my. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, I think we do. do we? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah I think so, we do, man. Yeah, if you want to bet on someone <laughs> to have a hot take on Mike Trout, you bet on me. And the best place to place the best place to place your bets is betonline.ag because guess what? The football season is back and all the teams are back on the gridiron for another season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. 
Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And Javi, that's not the only one we got today because I, I want to tell mm. you about something, Javi, because today I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. DirecTV Stream brings nice. your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you won't have, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Oh, yeah. Love the little dance. Oh, yeah. DirecTV. <laughs> Give my package. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Maybe they can let you watch Rick and Morty. Hey. I see your poster yeah, behind I'm gonna, there. When he moved to hey. YouTube, I'm probably going to have to put some more sporty things behind me. I love Rick and Morty, but I, I want to make it a little bit more sports-centric. Mm-hmm. You know, make it a little bit more professional. Hey. Do what you got to do, man. You do what you got to do. But uh, yeah, man, keep keep peppering me with these these Padres questions, I guess, because it, it's it's all fair game because hey, I've talked a bit of smack before. We've had our crossovers in the past. So, hey, and I'm not going to be that person who's like, oh, yeah, well, look at your team. No, like, please slander my team. I, we're, we, I think Padres fans would say the same thing. Like, just just slander us. Be creative mm-hmm. about it. Don't just say Padres stink. Be like really fun about it. And I think that's what we're, yeah. we're in the business of is having fun. I'm hoping sometimes. this could be like a therapeutic session for you, Javi, just to let out those mm-hmm. demons. Mm-hmm. You've been maybe building up some anxiety with the team, maybe some just some issues that have been troubling you for the past few months. You know, all, all the investments you've had yeah. in this team from the start of the season, they roped you in that first half. They looked amazing. Then they're going to do this. I grew up a Red Sox fan. I, I've experienced the collapse firsthand i think it was 2011 i don't even remember the year because i just completely erased that epic collapse that the red sox had years ago from my memory so i know what you're feeling mm-hmm. from a fan standpoint but the d-backs are also uh, fighting for the number one pick don't forget so uh, we know misery this season mm-hmm. uh, but i think i think Absolutely. i'd rather be in your spot and feel know what it feels like to go through a collapse as opposed to being yeah. out 50 games into the season. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, such, that's such a great yeah. point though. Right. Like at least, you know, we're, we're being melodramatic as Padres fans, but there's still stuff to, I guess, be excited about, right? Like you still have the most exciting player in baseball on your team. You still have Manny Machado. And look, one of the points I've been making on my pod is, look, if there's one thing about AJ Preller, who I pulled a U the other day and put my graphic as AJ Preller a fraud <laughs> in question marks, <laughs> just because I don't know, I was in the mood to be weird or whatever. And I, my thing is, no, he's still like a top level executive based on a lot of the great moves he's made. But I'm curious if like 2015, right, the Padres made all these trades for Myers, for Matt Kemp, for Justin Upton, for Craig Kimbrell, all these guys, right? And that team was just kind of like, oh, yeah, you can't build this like a fancy uh, fancy baseball team, right? And it didn't work. So then he – but he reset very well, including the famous James Shields trade, right? So he's shown the ability to be able to hard reset when things aren't going right, right? So I'm wondering 
Is this offseason in that possible? Will he retool the farm system? Will he give up whatever it takes to get Eric Hosmer off the team? Which, personally, I suspect is going to happen. I think that after your name is in trade rumors like that, the way the whole thing was kind of breaking down around the deadline, it just feels like at this point it has to be best for both parties if they depart. Because a player doesn't want to stay with a team that the GM is actively trying to trade him away from, and the GM doesn't want him. So it's kind of like a little bit of a, a dicey thing. So I would I would say it's more likely than not that Eric Hosmer gets dealt this offseason to who I don't know. And for what Lord, I have no idea, right? Like that's, that's going to be like a whole, a whole another can of worms. But I'm also wondering Millard to, to stave off just because this is, this is the YouTube version of the show that people are going to see on my YouTube channel uh, before we get more into Padre <laughs> stuff. I want to ask you a question I've been asking everybody lately, which is teams that are out of contention right now. Right. Like everyone's, you know, the Dimebacks been out of contention for a minute. Uh, <laughs> for a very long time. They had that one. Did you know it was the Orioles? The Orioles are the ones that had like the 18 game losing streak. We I had think, right? the longest road losing streak in MLB history. That's right. Orioles had the just yeah. in general losing streak. You guys had the longest road. Okay. So you guys had that. That was historic. I remember you tweeting about it, like hoping for history practically. You were just like, ah, screw it. Let's see what happens. At least it'll make for a fun pod. I'm wondering though, what are you rooting for in the playoffs? Because at this point, I think it's fair. I don't think anyone's going to be mad at me saying Padres are out of it probably too. Dimebacks, we know, are. I'm wondering who is the team that you're kind of going to be following or you're interested in for the postseason as someone who covers a team that really isn't. Yeah, that's easy for me because I didn't actually grow up a D-backs fan. Uh, Shocking news to some people who might listen to the powder. Maybe not. They're like, this guy doesn't know any history about the team. But I didn't grow up a D-backs fan. Growing up in New Jersey, you would have thought I grew up a Yankees fan, but I actually hated the Yankees. I grew up a Red Sox fan. So I'm going to be watching the Red Sox a lot in the postseason. I'm going to hope they crush the Yankees. I'm hoping they... Well, I actually don't hope. I I don't even want the Yankees to (laughs) make the playoffs. So I don't want to see them in a wildcard team. I would rather see the Blue Jays and because if the Blue Jays do beat the Red Sox in a wild card team or in a wild card game, that would be a lot more manageable to uh, take in than if the uh, Yankees beat the Red Sox in, in a wild card game. That would just be devastating to the soul. So the Red Sox are definitely the team I'm going to be watching in the postseason. I want to see Chris Sale. I love a lot of their offensive players from JD, Verdugo. Devers is like one of my favorite players in baseball, Bogarts too. So the Red Sox are definitely the team I'm going to be watching uh, in the postseason. And how about you? I guess that you've had some time to think now about what team you want to watch. You will hear Javi's response, but did you know BetOnline is back and better than ever? All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. With the new updated site interface and even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.it dot ag continues to be the number one source for everything football from football basketball boxing right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports bet online your online sportsbook experts with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you will need. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. 
Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about this box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into the pod. Yeah, man. I mean, of course I want the, the Red Sox to lose, as always. I, of course, want them to lose. So I disagree <laughs> with you there. And look, the cliche answer, which I talked about, I'm, or at least I'm going to be talking about in my episode, the cliche, the cliche answer for Padres fans is to be like, anyone who plays the Dodgers, that's who I'm rooting for. Okay, so obviously that's one for me, right? Uh, like, for sure, 100%. I would love nothing more than 40-year-old Wainwright to beat, you know, Matt, like a game where Max Scherzer does well, but they they pitch each other perfectly, and then your boy yes. Clayton Kershaw comes in. There he is. That's there what it is. The thing we both Kershaw on. back to being a scrub in the postseason, baby. <laughs> so maybe he comes in, gives up the run, and this legendary Dodgers team goes down the hole. I won't be like mean about it because the Dodgers fans will probably murder me on Twitter if me the Padres guy starts getting. Well, oh, you didn't even make the put. I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just be like just enjoying it from afar it's one of those things where i won't even have to say anything you know when like you win so well you genuinely don't have to say anything that would that would be what happens for me if the if the dodgers get bounced potentially in a wildcard game so that'd be fun but my team is the white Sox, man um i think the white Sox are just the most swagtastic team in baseball i think that tim anderson rules on a variety of levels aside from just his abilities as a player luis robert grandal and honestly there's kind of a chaoticness to tony Larusa this year that maybe it's been okay for them i mean maybe he's turned some people around i still don't think he deserved the job in the first place i think there's a bunch of reasons why he didn't i think he's a, a bit of a jerk um especially but you know, he is a Hall of Fame guy. So at least, you know, you look at other teams in the league. Here's what I will say about Tony Russa. As someone who's on the East Coast all the time and has a bunch of Yankee games on and Mets games on, at least Tony Larusa is interesting. You know what I mean? Like, at least he's kind of interesting to see. Just as, you know, we're both fans of stories. I never know if that guy's going to get out of podium and just say something crazy. <laughs> like, we just don't know. So it's kind of entertaining from that perspective. While Aaron Boone's like, uh, you know, you know, guys battled out there. Hey. My manager, Jay Singler, who I think might get fired, I don't have an opinion on really whether or not he should. I think it's a sacrificial lamb thing. But, you know, he's just – yeah, I think, I think my, my guys battled out there. You know what I mean? I think they battled, and I think they went after it. And, unfortunately, it didn't break down for us today. But you got to get back to it tomorrow and continue to battle. That's what it's all about. I, just, like, I swear it's the same thing like every game when they went like 0 for 15 and struck out 10 times for like the eighth game in a row, right? Like, it's just saying the same thing. So that it's it, it can be rough. But I just think the White Sox, man, so many fun players on that team, guys I like, personalities that I love and adore, and a genuine – kind of top to bottom complete team you know what i mean they've got the triple relievers of death with craig kimbrell liam Hendricks, michael kopek they've got those guys you've got tim anderson you got Moncada, who's I, th- I actually think is an underrated player now at this point of his career just because he doesn't hit you know 50 bombs a year i think he's solid very solid player on this team you got luis robert you got um yasmani grandal you got giolito you got all these there's just so many different players on that team that are just it's easy to root for and they haven't been good for a while so i'm kind of happy that it's worked out for them really well especially because they gave us tatis so i'm of course <laughs> going to be rooting i wish them nothing but the best <laughs> you know what i mean i give, i wish the the white Sox nothing no, but i the best probably now. agree i mean 
If it if the Red Sox did make the postseason, they're probably my AL team to watch the most because I, I do love the White Sox as well. I mean, they gave the Red Sox Chris Sale, which was a pretty big move for them. He, he's their ace now, so that definitely helped them out a lot. Jose Abreu has been on my fantasy team the whole season, just like you, Javi. I am also <laughs> in the fantasy championship for my baseball league. Ooh. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm down a little bit right now. Couple winners hey, right yeah, here. We're talking a couple <laughs> – you know, potential champions, you know, got to wait for the week to end. But, yeah, a couple potential champions. But I don't have as many questions for you uh, as I thought I did, Hobby, because I honestly thought you guys were within two games of the wild card. So some of my questions was like, which team <laughs> are you scared of the most to take your spot? But I guess I'll just change, reframe the question. Since the Padres are based. And also, I was just wondering, just because, you know, we might want to split this up. You know what I'm saying? So would you mind, Millard? I'm just going to let everybody behind the curtain. Part of this is going on YouTube. I'm wondering, Millard, since you want to use part two of this for your podcast, you want to you want to cut it there. Start the wind down for now. And then we we, we continue the questions. What do you All think? Right, bud? That works. <laughs> you can wind it down. All right. That works. That All right. So before we wind this uh, part one extravagance of a podcast down, guys, let me just quickly tell you about some more betting stuff, whether you're betting on Millard to win his fancy baseball uh, championship or myself or the Padres or the D-backs to get the number one pick, whatever. It doesn't have to be a total guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day follow the lockdown bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast guys but speaking of our two respective podcasts what miller can people look forward to in terms of things for your podcast Do you have any other things to plug before we wrap this up part one down yeah follow me my personal twitter you can see it below right there at creator thomas 24 for my personal account or just look up lockdown dimebacks on both twitter and instagram for the podcast handle i'm hoping to i'm gonna try to hit up most of the nl hosts who are making the postseason try to do a little playoff preview on their teams javi i thought this was going to be a potential playoff preview until i looked at the wild card standings <laughs> i i was genuinely shocked about 30 minutes ago when i saw you guys are six games back i really thought it was only like two two and a half so i'm sorry buddy and i'm sending my condolences to you and your team Hey, it happens, man. It happens. Uh, people can look forward to all sorts of things on this podcast. Me being sad, working on a top 10 most tragic moments of the Padres written article for JustBaseball.com, which I contribute to quite a lot. People should check that out. I'm going to be talking about that on the pod at some point. Going to be talking about the offseason and, of course, talking some playoff stuff. I think it'll be fun to actually just from Padres fan perspective looking at this because I forgot to mention before when we were talking about playoff teams, I didn't grow up a Padres fan either. People probably longtime listeners know this, but I didn't either. Um, but no, I'm not even rooting for the Yankees. I don't really care. I think the Blue Jays are so much more fun than the Yankees yeah. right now. Hey, Yankees, allow facial hair. What are you doing? Oh, my gosh. It's so stupid. I hate them so much in their culture. But anyway, uh, that about does it for today's edition of the Locked On Padres podcast, the only pot that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast, Himalaya Overcast, wherever. Also, follow Locked On Diamondbacks, which is what on Twitter? Uh, at LO underscore Diamondbacks, I believe. Just type in Locked On Diamondbacks in the little search bar. You'll find yeah, it. You'll find it. Yeah, you'll find it. You'll find it. You'll find it. You'll know. You'll, you'll, know. You, you'll know. All right. And follow follow Merillard on there at Creator Thomas 24 He's a great follow for all the reasons I detailed before about the, the, the icon that just kills me every time. Um, be sure to do that, guys. And until next time, stay safe and, of course, stay faithful. My Friar Faithful homies, take care. 
That's it for this edition of the Locked on Diebacks podcast. Thank you once again for tuning in to the pods this week. Go back and catch up on any pods you might have missed this week. I love my listeners, so please continue to subscribe. Keep telling your friends. Keep downloading the podcast. It means absolutely the world to me because podcasting is something I'm very passionate about. And I like it when you guys like the podcast. So please keep interacting with me on Twitter. Uh, Keep sending me emails if you want to. Just do whatever you want. I'm always free to interact with anyone who's listening. And as always, if you haven't already, go back, as I said, catch up on any pods you might have missed. And as always, always, stay safe and stay healthy. Deuces!